I don't know how much value I have in this universe, but I do know that I made a few people happier than they would have been without me. As long as I know that, I'm as rich as I ever need to be. Back once again with another podcast. This is episode 78 of the It's Time to Refresh podcast. Today we've got um, Mixmaster Genius, Nicky V. <laughs> yeah, man. It's happening. <laughs> um, this is men have happened a yeah. while now, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's, it we've, yeah. We've had it in the plans for a while and this is us just getting down to it. I, mean, I think it's been 12 months. Yeah. Um, so I'll start like I do with everyone else. What a you... Avatar last night. <laughs> McDonald's spa- spicy veggie wrap. <laughs> uh, you've you've thought about that, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. I've seen the last one, and I uh, thought I'm not. I, not yeah. for it. Yeah. Um, so you were just saying to me there off pod that you were Ben Jones's birthday bash last night. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, I'm feeling a bit worse for wear today. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. First thing you said when I pulled I'm up. too old. <laughs> But, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, we're all right, man. He's a good kid, he's been as well. I, yeah. I have a lot of time for him. He's a good DJ as well, a really good DJ. Yeah. Um, what did I have tea last night? Oh, I can't remember. She made tea and I forgot what I had now. Oh, no, I had chippy tea last night. I tried myself being a bit on a diet, so... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that on Rob's podcast. Trying. How's that going? Uh, lost. I'll get right into it straight away. Uh, lost, I've lost £18 so far, so it's... it's That's bang on, that. It's, it's getting, well getting stronger as well because obviously I'm going to the gym and that, so I'm trying. I'm trying to get actively stronger. Yeah, 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 and whatnot. So that put a bit of weight on me. So it's yeah. balancing out. Um, so like I do with everyone else, um, we'll go right back to the beginning for your yeah. story. Um, who's Nikki B and where does it come from? <sighs> Originally, I was, I was born on a tower block of tower flats. Well, a tower block of flats, even down uh, uh, down Trafalgar. Um, What's that? Is that? Yeah, it's 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 down. Um, it's a drive-through McDonald's now, um, not far from Stoops Estate. Uh, that's where I was born, really. Then Burnley all your life, then. Is that oh it? yeah, God, yeah. yeah. There were a brief time where I didn't live in Burnley, but uh, it weren't for much long. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, I've, I've always been round here. I've, I've lived up Stoops most of my life. Mm-hmm. I did live up Bruncher for a bit. Um, Back and forward and a few things with life. It were a bit of an hectic life, but yeah, I've been. I'm a Stoops lad. Uh, all my mates were up here, and yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. I mean, music. If you want to say how the music started, where did it, where did it come in? So you, well, you just said they. Yeah, to... it's like um, my dad weren't involved in much of my life, but what I can remember. I, one of my first memories is he used to collect rock and roll stuff. Right. And I can remember him buying picture discs. And I can remember it as clear as day, these picture discs, these rock and roll picture discs. So I think that that's where it's triggered like a, a record sort of thing. But um, my granddad, more than anything, he um, there's a picture of me actually on my Facebook with headphones on when I was about three. I think I've seen you share And uh, yeah, I used to go around to it. I, I used to listen to his half-eye all the time. Um, John Friedman, the, uh, you're the voice, and he used to be into John Vangelis as well, if I remember rightly. Mm. So, yeah, my, I'd say my granddad got him into the listening sort of stuff. Yeah. But I didn't really listen to normal music until 1990, I think it was. I was five. Right. Uh, and I can remember my uncle, who's obviously much older than me, he's, uh, he was massively into Acid House, he were like teenager when that come out. Yeah. 
and he had a video. He recorded it off MTV. And at MTV at night time, after midnight or something, it, it changed. And uh, me and my sister used to watch it because it had Weird Al Yankovic on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he used to piss out tunes, didn't he? Right. And then after that, it'd show all the current rave stuff. And I can remember seeing these idiots running around with gas masks on, on tanks alternate. Right. So that I used to start listening to that, prodigies and stuff like that. So that's my earliest memory of dance music. Right. And... Through on then, I've, like I said, I didn't really mess with music until my uncle again, 1995, I can remember the tape, DJ Dougal, Amnesia House. Right. 1995, I was 10, 9, 10. He said, listen to that. I hammered that tape Class. every single day. I had SMD on. It weren't happy hardcore then, it was still breakbeater. Mm. And that's... That's that's where I started. That was just sort of early days of the happy hardcore, so it would have been the, the back end of the break. Yeah, course, yeah, it was just transitioning yeah, onto yeah. that, that you know, the, the bouncy sort of happy mm. hardcore. And I can remember, I, I used to hammer it. And then every birthday, every I used to buy tape packs. Mm. I was in primary school buying happy hardcore tape, Elter Skelters and stuff. Right. Uh, where were you buying these from? Electron in town. Right, okay. Uh, yeah, he's Les from Electron. He's, mm-hmm. What a guy. Yeah, but I used to uh, go down there. I even used to just go in, just to just to read. Just to look. Yeah, just to read. I used to go in and get the flyers. I mean, I was 10, yeah. 11. There were no, there were one lad um, uh, from my area that was into it, and that's because his brother were, uh, were mates with my uncle. So we were both into this happy hardcore, and I can remember I used to buy the tape packs with every little bit of money I got. And So who was a sort of stick out for you then? So obviously said Dougal, the, the Dougal. Yeah, yeah Dougal was the first one. But then, brisk, brisk, brisk is brisk is my hero. Very, very. Yeah, he DJ. is. If a lot of people say, and it, it, it is, it is true. My my influence is off Spanish DJs. Mm. But if you listen to Brisk from '94 to '96, you'll understand more where I've got what I play from. Yeah. He he is. He's one DJ I listen to and laugh how how actually good it is. Mm. So there was him, obviously DJ Sir. Ixer, I had all bonkers. But but yeah, I used to go. My grandma used to work in uh, co-op in Burnley. I used to go around on dinner and get borrow money off her like eleven to buy bonkers free. <laughs> bonkers free. That was my first, the first one I heard. Uh, which mix off there though for you? It was. Was it the Hixie mix for you? Yeah, but it, did it have Return to Toy Town on it? Yeah, I think it did. It did, yeah. But I think it was the Dougal one because it had a lot of uh, it, the Visa tunes on. All I need, I think it had on. Yeah. Uh, Flyaways on the mix and the Hixie mix, but on the Dougal mix. So all I, I need is all of Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I did prefer the Dougal, and it was the first one Dougal did, I think. Yeah. It was. And then Sharky did CD3, and it was it was darker, because obviously it had all different elements to. to yeah, they were, it was like that bouncy sort of techno stuff, weren't it? Mm. It were, uh, it were, a, it were happy hardcore, but it were just, it were different. It were Druid, darker, and yeah, 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 yeah. there were p- people that had, I'd prefer that sort of stuff than the singy songy happy hardcore. Yeah. I'm a bouncy techno guy, me. I love that. Uh that era of music it's it's very melodic and that's that's what i'm trying to bring back with 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 what i'm doing with john i, I like to do i like m- melodies and i like i like the feel good of like when you hear the breakdown coming on say return to toy town and it just comes in and it yeah. isn't just that that feeling you yeah. get yeah i'm a riff guy yeah. i like melodies yeah. i prefer them over vocals any day yeah. and there's one tune I listen to quite a lot and I'm not even going to say the name of it because I don't want anyone to know it <laughs> uh, but it's one of the and it's just a plain trans, old trancy tune 
in it's it's emotional what it does to you. Yeah, you know, even when you listen no to words it, 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 it yeah. I can have a bad day. I listen to that and it just instantly changes. Class. And that's yeah, I'm 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 more of a melody riff guy than a than a vocal guy. Right. So we're saying sort of you were saying um sort of brisk then you say Hixie yeah. Google. That that sort of crew, which I can sort of think Yeah, that that went on to ninety eight ish and it started it just changed it happy hardcore. I weren't into it. They stopped going a bit breakbeat. It 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 didn't sound like happy hardcore to me. So I were a bit lost. I didn't know what, what, what to listen to. Okay. What did you not? What did you dislike? Just so I can sort it, of gauge. I don't know. The it, sound it, did change. Yeah, but, yeah, it changed massively. And obviously, any they tried progressing it, didn't they? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it just it just weren't happy hardcore for me. Okay. It just weren't at all. So I I would just I didn't know what to listen to, and I I was listening to uh, hard house, the Dutch stuff, club heads and stuff like that. Mm. And then I went round to my stepdad's and one of his mates had a Munro's tape. Right. And I thought it was called Melrose. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. that was 2000-ish, maybe. Right, okay. Maybe 2001, I can't remember off the top of my head. And I heard Blazy on it. And Pete Daly, I think it were. Yeah. And I'd never heard MCing like that before. Right and stuff like that, and I thought, what, 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 what the hell is this? Yes, you'd have heard more the Southern MCs with the Hell of Skeletons and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean that would just yeah. It's but this this stuff, different. yeah, I was like, what? It was like new generation stuff. What yeah. the hell is going on? The tunes and everything. I can remember it were blue Mitsubishi tape, right? And I tried stealing it, but it weren't having it. <laughs> yeah. And I, from then on, I used to look for Monroe stuff everywhere. What was it like in this area for... I know Munro's was big, but what was it like get, getting tapes? Was it, were they readily available in... Yeah, Electron in Burnley. Right. You could get everything in there. I used to go Had you never noticed them before when you were going in for the Happy Hardcore stuff? They probably were there, but they were all together and it's... Do you not think sometimes you get a bit narrow-minded, like, yeah. I'm here for yeah, this? Of course, yeah, of course uh, I am. I went in for Elter Skelter. I went in yeah. for Bonkers. I went in for Slamming Vinyl. I went in for yeah. Hardcore Ever someone pulled out a little Monroe's tape and thought, what, what the bloody hell is that? Yeah. You know, they were little blue cassettes. Yeah. Often weren't even in bloody cases or prints or anything, you know, and I were buying tape packs. You know, you wouldn't even look at it twice. Yeah. So then you heard that and then what happened? What was it? Was it like, this is a bit of me or I've, I've rediscovered? Yeah. Yeah, pack. yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, it was all about a bit fast as well when I was younger. I thought this fast music, it's unbelievable. And even now, I've noticed I'm slowing down, even yeah. when I'm playing now, because when I'm getting older. And it was just, it was just different. And it, it was a mixture of styles. They weren't just one style of music. It was just, you know, happy hardcore was happy hardcore. You had that techno and some other bits. There were all sorts of tunes in it and uh, styles of tunes and stuff like that. So I started really, really getting that. I was buying tapes every single weekend. I was buying CDs every single weekend I was going to parties and recording the tapes while I was at the parties you know because yeah. that were on and um, around 2002 I got a pair of decks I wanted decks from when I was 10 right I used to ask from every every Christmas my mum told me to do one yeah. <laughs> it's an expensive hobby to get into yeah well yeah, yeah she, she, even when I got to a certain stage where we were DJing she didn't understand what, what it, it was, yeah, yeah, what it, yeah, what what it meant for me, you know, and but well, you know, she even comes up to me. She said to me before when I used to live there, she said you don't play off of these records. 
I said, you should get rid of him. When do you want me to go upstairs in loft and sell your record? She went, no. I said, well, exactly. <laughs> do you want him? Not, you're not a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So uh, I used to, I can remember, I used to ask for him a lot. And she said, no. And I left school and I were an apprentice window fitter. And I bought my mate's decks. They were Citronic PDX. And they had a little mixer. It didn't even have an EQ on it or anything. Mm. And I got these decks home. They're the blue ones. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got them home. No shit. I didn't even know you had to move the pitch to speed it up. I didn't have a clue how to use these things. <laughs> and I mean, not a clue. Yeah. I eventually got it like, and I were, I, I were MCing at the time. I know you've heard that. Yeah. And uh, I did kind of drift away from DJing because I would get, I was working in Burnley as an MC. Yeah. So I was still DJing like at these parties and I did sell my decks eventually, but I kept all my records. And then I would down at, I started at Club 53 when I was 16, 17. I work in there nearly, I think I work in there every fortnight. And this is where I was working for Lily, Dust Till Dawn. Uh, I, f- I first met Greeny there, Harry there. There were a lot of good yeah. DJs at Dust Till Dawn. And um, the Saturday night resident, Pinker, that's where I met Pinker. So Pinky got me doing Saturday nights with him. And he used to do the warm up, right? So that's when I started. This in, in between this time, I was still doing. I was part, you know, going to my mate's house and stuff like that. So mm. he was doing warm up. So in this time, I'm going around to people's houses, and there were two DJs in Burnley. There were one called. He was called DJ Zest, and my mate Duffy. Well, he was a bit older than me, into Monroe stuff. He used to go up to his mum's. Uh, during the week, she used to make us tea and that. We used to go out decks all day, make loads of tapes. And um, I'd say if it weren't for him and another lad who used to live in a pub called Corpa, uh, called LDJ, and at the time, he were doing acapellas and stuff. You know, yeah, we, we I watched him, I thought, that, yeah. what the hell is he doing? Scratching yeah. and everything. So I'd say if it weren't for them two, I would not be DJing at all. Yeah. At all. Because I was going down there every week. I was playing in the copy with him every week in, in bedroom and do it. If it weren't for them two, I won't be DJing. That's a yeah. sh- that is a fact. So in that time, I started doing the warm up at Club Fifty Three, right? And that's where I met Pinker. And uh, I thought I could DJ until I met Pinker. By that I mean you can play music. Anyone can you can mix any sort of tune, but you can't play it in a club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you get what I mean? Like you turning up um, to play a warm up and thinking you can bash it out. Or, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like me going to a tech house, you know, playing twelve o'clock at a tech house. I, I won't have a bloody clue what to play. Yeah, yeah. Do you get yeah. what I mean? And he he taught me how to DJ. Yeah. Showed me. Do you know in in clubs and that, and he he was a massive influence. He, he used to work. He used to come in with about three record bags. He had a light round his neck. He had a big CD wallet. He would. He was. He was magnificent. He was unbelievable. Yeah. And he's a very good friend of mine now. He's been here. He's a very. I will so touch it keeps on that you later on. A, a journey, sort of thing. Yeah. The night. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of them that will take you on a journey mm. all night. And he's a. He, mate, he could mix tougher. Yeah. He's that good. There's um. There's a proper like um. There is like a DJ's DJ, isn't there? Like sort yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like I always use Pete Monsoon as a yeah as an example for that. Good He's a DJ. Yeah. If someone if someone said who's a DJ, Pete Monsoon. Yeah. It can make it can mix anything. Yeah. But the thing is as well, he can he's he's reading of a room. He's, he's 
phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's not just reading a room. You can, he, the amount of styles he plays and still can read a room, I mean, I yeah. can't do that. Yeah. I can't do that. Just, that that's don't matter if you can spin five decks, 16. That's how you DJ. Yeah, yeah. You know. So from then, the club shop, it was a very, very rough gaff. It was banging centre of Burnley. 500 people, fourth, I can't remember, capacity four and a half. Every weekend, just Burnley. Right. It was rough. There was, yeah. So that's why they shut it down? Yeah, basically okay. the police, because there was a heavy police presence outside the club every weekend, the police just basically went to council and once that's done, it's done. It's done, yeah. yeah. If they want it closed, it can be Yeah, closed. it's like you, you can argue all day long, it was gone. So after that, that was the main gaff round here. For Genesis weren't happening by then. I used to go the under eighteens at Genesis. Yeah, that's that's what I was first saw Semper. Yeah, but after the club show, they were like nothing round. Everyone were like lost. They were more. What's more now? It were called excess. Mm-hmm. They didn't touch bounce music at all. Semper used to play there on a Wednesday, I think it was or a Thursday, and he'd play like his old man Rosie sort of stuff there. But over the weekend, they were nothing. Like mm-hmm. absolutely nothing. What, what year was this then? 2004. Right. Uh, literally, Club 53 shot, then Monroe shot. Yeah. Literally within weeks of each other. So it was a massive impact around here. Massive. Yeah. And um, they were just no. And I can remember Carl and Kiefer. Carl was a, a DJ at the club. And he used to do mill bar in town. And he got fluids bar. With, with Kiefer. Yeah. Originally, it was them two doing it. And uh, they weren't really pushing. It were bounced, but it weren't heavy-ish or, you know, they, 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 kept it, they kept it quite mild apart from on a Thursday as they used to get them seized down and yeah. stuff. And, um, you know, I mean, it's cut a long story short, Carl left. Lewis come in. I met Lewis from the club. You already know, yeah, you've already yeah, known yeah. that. So we got in there. We got in Fluids Bar. Lewis was obviously the manager. I was doing the full night on my own, DJ. Right. Bear in mind, I'm, I've come from doing the warm-up at Club 53. Yeah, yeah. And I'm doing five or six hours on my own. So I got my mate Duffy to help me. So obviously, because Lewis said, I, I need to get my grips on this gaff light. So I, I were helping him out. Yeah. I think we did that. I were doing the Fridays and Saturdays. Uh, I did basically all night on my own for a few weeks. And then there were a Thursday... Oh, can't remember the exact date, and it was March 2005. We got Marky B and Jacko down. Right. Exposure. And that's when we started recording stuff. That's when we started putting events on. Yeah. So we had Base to Bouncing, the Exposure. We had all sorts of people. We had a lot in there for that little bar, to be fair. Well, so Fluids was the first sort yeah. of brand that you, that, that you associated with? Yeah, it? yeah. Well, it wasn't it a brand at the time. It it a, yeah, I mean, it was, it was just a bar. Yeah. You know, it was like the club. The club weren't a brand. It was just a club. Yeah. So but me, and Lewis, me and Lewis were doing this. It, it was just essentially a bar. It was tiny. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it was this little place you could fit 80 people in at a push. And we used to do the Thursdays. And the Thursdays were just like a... MC and just free for all thing. Friday we put an event on, and the Saturdays I didn't. I, I stopped doing because we were playing all sorts of different stuff, and I thought I'm, I, I don't want to do three days a week. And mm. Courts who were doing it, and uh, Lewis. That lasted. When did that close? Mid 
2006. Mm. So that closed. Again, there's nothing round here. I think at the time there was a Menita yeah. going on at Cube. And um, obviously there were, uh, Farrell was the DNA, which were big. People still going Maxine's, but there was still nothing round here. Me and Lewis were doing, we did odd little bits here, there and everywhere. There were one at Arsa Bar, which were across road from Fluid's Bar. We did one at Clamity James on a Thursday night. So, and it was just spots here, there and everywhere. Yeah. It, it, we were just literally ticking over. Yeah. And in that time, I were playing, I was just doing little local bits. I managed to pick me up. Yeah. And I started getting this this name for myself. Yeah. Because after Fluid's Bar, I was, I felt like I could do a bit more because in, in the bar, you know yourself, when you're playing in a bar, you're getting random walking custom. Yeah. I didn't used to play like I do now. Yeah. And then when I left there, that's when I started to really push what I do now. <clears throat> yeah. I listened to Desire. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what's this guy on with? He's mixing some... I thought, I've never heard this before. Mm. I got all the Lara. I thought, this sounds like this brisk guy. So that's when I started... Like digging. digging. Yeah, digging, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like looking at the record thinking, what what exactly can I do different here? Yeah. And I was just looking... To, honestly, I used to just sit there looking at records, just trying doing different stuff. So in that time, it rolled happening. And we got Fusion. Right. Which is more. It's more now, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that we were in there, and them them days were incredible. So at this point, are you are you have you went out of Burnley yet at this point? So yeah, I did a few. Me and Lewis did a few dicky do's at Crick, and yeah, I'd done amenity and stuff like that. But I'd never been like a wig, and yeah, well, I did Wigan because it was Crick, but a proper proper big gig. Do you get right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you haven't, you haven't sort of. No, I've not, not one of these leveled big up nights. Yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we did a Thursday night and a Maxine's me and Lewis back to back because Nelson used to do uh, flu- uh, fluids. But other than that, no. Okay. Then we I'm got just into, trying to gauge yeah. where you were. At this so then we got in this fusion, which round here that few, it weren't like it is now. Yeah. That were repl- retro were there. Judge Jules were there. They were. It's a, it's a big club as well. Yeah. Like, well, I mean. back then I'm not knocking it now, mm. but at the time. If you got infusion, you 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 meant something, mm. and um, we got in there, and uh, they were, it were incredible. It were absolutely unbelievable. And in that time frame, uh, Gramsy did a mix for Sanctuary. Right. It was a bonus disc for, uh, I think it was Summer Pack. John G did the mix for it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've heard it. Is it uh, studio sessions or something like that? No, yeah, 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 yeah. mate. This is like two thousand and yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's, it's mid two thousands. I can remember. So it. We, I was doing fusion. Times come alive. I would mm-hmm. kind of people can't get to know who I am then. So you're putting mixes out online and stuff. Yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, okay. And so I'm I'm getting my name about them. And in that time, Carry on, mate. Sorry. Um, they did that mix. Uh, John Guesty did a mix for Grams there. Yeah. And it was a good mix, but Gramsie said, I just can't, what I want to do with it, it just don't fit. Yeah. And uh, he's, he said to Farrell, he went, do you mind if I do it with Nick? Bear in mind, me and Grams live across the road from each other. We were, we've been best mates for years. Mm-hmm. Farrell's clocked onto I am already and he had no problem with it. I mean, at the time, Century were serious, serious bushes. They had mm-hmm. D, DBC with the resident. Mm-hmm. Alex K with the resident. And he said, do you want man Nick doing it? And I went, are you serious? So with the, the studio mix... 
the pack got released. I can remember Farrell posted it. I can remember. He said, the pack is worth mine and Grimes' CD on its own. I thought, fucking hell, that's, that's all right. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, never, I don't think I've heard this CD, to be honest. Uh, it's, it's literally a bonus. It's a bonus uh, CD from the live pack. Yeah. So we did that. And uh, literally not long after that, I'd, I didn't even enter the deviation. I've never even entered a deviation. Yeah. Farrell just said, do you want to do a deviation? I said, yeah, go on then. I'll put you back to back with guests there. I thought, fucking Christ, Jesus. That's, do you know yeah, what I mean? Nice yeah, one, yeah. mate. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I did that for set. And after that, I went Sanctuary Resident. Excellent. Excellent. Literally, that's 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 what happened. Can you remember when that was? Farrell actually told me this not so long ago. How long I've been there? I think he said 16 years ago. Right. So... Two thousand six, two thousand seven, maybe. Yeah. So where where was your first your first home for Sank? I'm just trying to DNA DNA DNA. I'd already done DNA, but it was for like amenities and stuff like that. But nothing, nothing massive. Mm -hmm. And then literally, that is how I got a sanctuary resident. Yeah. I, I, you know, and this is why I always push that deviation. If Farrell wants to put you on a deviation, you know yourself. Yeah, yeah, he will use you. Mm-hmm. And you know, if he if he takes a light to you and he, and he took his hand to me, yeah. So that I was sanctuary resident from then on. All that fucking hell, I'm on fluids, I'm on sanctuary, and then I'm getting everywhere. Yeah. So from there, did you notice it was sort of a step up for you? Yeah, yeah. Literally, like then then I'm winning. I won that time to come alive, best DJ, and all this sort of stuff. Did you get, did you get the message of Farrell? The one where you're actually resident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Are you ready? Are you ready I'll, for this? I'll be I'll be honest with you. I don't even know how that come about. Oh. It was. Yeah, I can remember him asking asking me to do the deviation. I can't remember for laughing me him asking me to be resident, but I can remember doing the first one, mm. and then after that, I ran every one. So who was on the deviation with you at the time? Oh my god! Can you remember? I can only I can only remember being back to back with guests there. Right. So deviation, what year? Two thousand seven. It there was a, around that time. So was the lads coming up from from your way? Because if if it's the right one, I'm thinking of. I'm sure, like, was it like Adam C in that on with you? No. Or was that later? No, no, no. Oh, God, no. That's th- that's 2008 then. I'm yeah. Courtsy was... See, I taught courts. Yeah. So we were, we were knocking around, but he weren't... That's later on. That okay. That's that syndicate stuff. So 2007. You must have done earlier than that then. You must be 2006, I think. Because the way I remember it in my head is... I, honestly, there's, there's that many years. There's 20-odd <laughs> years. I can't remember exactly when, but yeah. that's that's literally when it were. And I can remember it with DNA... So, can so how, did, how did the set go for you then when you did it? I I was still using vinyl. Yeah, I, my CD wallet was four CDs, and I was still hammering vinyl. I used to take my turntables to Fusion. Yeah, to use I, I, I was massively into vinyl, and uh, guess they love me. Everyone loved me. I, yeah. So I'm guessing it went right. You know, I'm not going to toot my own on and say it run real because I'll be honest with you, I can't even remember how it went. Yeah. Uh, can you remember the night at all? Was it like a- I can remember one thing from it. I can remember up here, it is me or Laura, I want to be your love. That's the only thing I can remember. <laughs> right, so going forward then, you're saying, as you say, you got the, the best uh, open company DJ. Yeah, yeah. Um, then, yeah, so they're all that going on. Then DNA closed. Mm-hmm. Then I think we were we still doing Fusion, no, Fusion... We were doing Mon- the Fluids versus Monroe's. We were doing the Kids Do's. And it did come to an end in Fusion. Like I said, the dates. I, I can't remember the dates. Mm. But Farrell got Syndicate. And he originally got the second room. Do you remember the second room? Did you ever no, I never, I never done Syndicate. Right, there were three rooms in Syndicate. There were a small one. 
and the one where you walked in and it was an odd room it was like up and down it was weird gaff but he had the middle room and the other one were upstairs the main right. main one and he got that first he didn't put me on the first one right uh and he i think he got over a thousand people in it but he even said to me about nicky went i'm going to try a bit more commercial which at the time i was still young and i was like I, I like playing what I want to play. Yeah. And which like, that was fair play. I'm not, yeah. I'm not, you know, if you don't want to use me, you don't want to use me. And he did put me on, I think it was the next one. And I did every one after that in that room. And then he got the main room. Yeah. He didn't put me on the first main room, I don't think, because he wanted to see how it was going yeah. with some commercialist stuff. I think Nick P were doing it at the time. Yeah. Um, he used, Nick P used to do the one for he, he, would, yeah, mate, yeah, he yeah. was brilliant. Yeah. He was absolutely unbelievable, DJ. Mm. He was unreal. So this must have been about mid 2008 at yeah. this point. And he put me on in main room. I think it was the first one. Literally, there's me. I'm 20 something year old, still racking up with vinyls and stuff. He puts me on after Alex K. Right, excellent. Not so literally, spot. Alex K is on 12 to 1 or something, and I'm on after Alex K. Yeah. Playing wild shit, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And Farrell's even says that's the best set I've ever done. And you know, that's I was stood there and I walked into this DJ box. There was four CDJs, four turntables, but they had DVD. They had, yeah. they had DVDJs. Yeah. And they had, so they had four and four turntables. That and Farrell is what made me that place. Yeah, yeah. I literally used to practice sets for them four decks every single month. Every single month, if it wasn't for, you know, I like, you know, going back saying, you know, if it weren't for a couple of my mates, they, if it weren't for Farrell, I wouldn't be like I am now. Mm. Nowhere. He literally gave me a platform. And you've elevated from that. Yeah. Okay. You know, he, 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 were, he chose me over some of his old old time members and he, were, he put a lot of faith in me, did Farrell. You know, and I were mm. playing a lot of edgier stuff than everybody else. Mm -hmm. And um, he, he, if it weren't for him and Sanctuary and what he did, that's this is why I'm very loyal to people. Yeah, you know, and I'll have Farrell's back all day long. You know, we all go from ups and downs and stuff like that. But mm. he gave me a platform where I don't think he should have done mm. because I were playing some weird shit and I were pushing it boundaries. Some or playing hard, hard style in bloody syndicate sometimes. You know, I, I yeah. proper pushed it. Yeah, and um, he, uh, yeah, I'll never forget that. He used to, I, I used to literally go in that that syndicate and practice. For four decks, and I used to have all four on. Yeah, you know, and that's that, that's where I started getting my confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's why I thought I don't give a shit. I'm playing five decks, whatever. You know, I used to proper hammer it. So that that syndicate Farrell, if it weren't for that time period, I wouldn't be what I'm doing now. See, this is where I think I started hearing about you, the syndicate days. Yeah, that's well. that's, 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 that's where I went. I yeah. blew up because mm. I was literally I was rocking up and I would. I, were, I, would, I had four decks going on at the same time and I was I would jumping around like a lunatic. And that's when people... I was doing I was doing something nobody else was. Yeah, you might mm. say I was doing a bit of Spanish stuff and stuff like that, but there was no one doing it. Mm. And there was there weren't literally anyone doing it. Guess they used to play bits of Spanish and you know stuff like that. And he can, he can knock a, a three-deck mix out, no problem. Yeah. But I, I was throwing all sorts in with it. We were throwing a BCD in it and stuff like that. I was throwing all sorts. So... I did sound completely different than everybody else. And that's where I found I found my niche in that, that syndicate. Yeah. Because I, I could find out what I could throw in. Because it were crowded, it were a weird crowd in there. If you could get them going, there were 2,000 people in there. Mm -hmm. 
So I did I did find my niche in there, and I did I, that's where my I'd say my sound really grew. So and I did I blew up. Then next minute I'm on bounce seven. I'm on everything. Mm-hmm. So at the time I was on bounce seven main stage, and I was the only non-producer at the time. I can remember. Um... The early, the earlier Yeah, they were, they were all producers. Yeah, yeah. And there was one, I think the first one I did were Halloween. I did the room two a couple of times. Mm. But the um, the main room, like the main room back then was, you. it was forbidden gold. Mm. You got on in there, you were you were somebody. It was, it was ruled by people like Rob. Yeah. You know, the, the bad, like bad yeah, bad, yeah, yeah. you know. And it, Hyper the, DJs, they were yeah, yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah, and, yeah. The, the, and fair play to AJ at the time, he yeah. were pushing them people who were making music. It, I think he went down the hardcore sound route and it, it were working to a degree. And then literally next minute I thought, I've never made a tune in my life. And I'm, I'm, I'm on stage with all these producers. Yeah. That was always, always a, a big goal for me when I started producing. It's like, it's like as, as a DJ, I was like, Sanctuary was the, the one. Sanctuary yeah. for me. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's the most, um, if, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm doing a DJ set where it's not my pr- productions and stuff, that's where I can experiment the most. Yeah, this I've always said this online, you know, where people go on about, uh, you know, your, your hard nuts and people going on, you know, even like, you know, go hard or go home and stuff. Farrell started that. Yeah. Farrell was the first multi genre used to you even go back to Crick, it was the most multi genre art yeah. out there. Well, obviously I've had a few different guests on in the past and we'll talk I had a uh, Stephen Jay on for instance yeah. and he said that when the when they were doing zone it was you had to play this yeah, set yeah, of tunes the, or yeah. to play a four play, you have to play this yeah. sort of tunes. I, I can't stand Italian. I love it. I, I, no, I can't stand it. See, I rock Yeah. I rock at mid I love it all, mate. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and literally, th- that's where I, a lot, of, you know, mm-hmm. it was like Monroe's in early days. Monroe's were just everything. It were hard house, trans, they would not bounce. Yeah. But well, Sanctuary was the first place I discovered a lot of things. So for me, I I discovered, say, Shock Records. Yeah. That, that was the stuff. Yeah. But I mean, this stuff's from 99 and stuff. Yeah. But, the, you know, you'd still, this is where I got it from as well. Yeah. You know, I, I'll play something from 1999 now. And people are going, what's that? I said, mate, this tune's like 30 year old. Yeah, 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 Do you exactly. know what I mean? But yet, Farrell was, the, he, he was the pioneer of that. Yeah. Sanctuary was, yeah. you know, you had me, Gester, Bon. Mm-hmm. You, you, you name any qualities of that, we're all the same. Even mm-hmm. now, there's me, you, mm-hmm. John, Neil. There's no, yeah, it's there's none, absolutely nowhere, yeah, no one yeah, yeah. sounds the same. Well, I noticed that when we were in the cantina, um, the last event, um, you went on. Straight away, you you can see where your your followers, your niche, sort of come to the front, and that's when they get involved. And then uh, John Neil was on after you, I believe, if I remember rightly. And no, it, no, Han- no. Wait, wait, Hannah Taylor. Hannah. Oh, sorry, was it was it John G on before you then? No, Bon on bon. before me. I can't remember. Oh yeah, sorry, I'm I'm just misremembering it. It's uh, so it was John G, Bon, then you. Yeah. And each time you could see how yeah, the yeah. dance floor moved. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I can remember back in the day, like John, a lot of these young lot don't understand. Gester was one of the best DJs out there. He used to, he, he was the most multi genre, versatile. He was unbelievable. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did drift off him, he, he, he fell out with new stuff. And it were, it were a goddamn shame because I used to love Gester. I still do. He's, a, he's one of my favourite people ever. Don't worry, I'm pulling him back. In, you know, <laughs> I, I, I love Gester. I absolutely yeah. adore him. But he were, I mean, you listen to some of these old Sanctuary tapes, he was a boy. Yeah, you know, but people called his eye mate, but John John G was a boy. Yeah, I'll tell you an interesting fact. 
John G used to lend Desire the records to yeah. play. Did you get what oh, I mean? He's, he's a knowledge, like he's definitely. Oh mate, yeah, he is. I don't, I don't. I, obviously, he won't mind me saying this because we talk, we talk every day. Um, he, he was telling me like, obviously, I. I was a big fan of it when he started playing the hard dance stuff, like the technical and yeah, yeah, that yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. stuff. And yeah, was, he did go that way, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he, he did. Very yeah, forward did. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then obviously he started to like stagnate and like play the classics and play. Do you know what I mean? And then in two thousand and just after COVID, he came back. And I remember we were in Black Box. You were there. Uh, Bond yeah, was he was playing new thing. stuff. And he and as soon as he dropped, he, he dropped some of the new stuff in. I was, and I just looked at yeah, and I was like, whoa. I went, what's going That's, on here? I said, you are <laughs> But it, it, he found his love for it again. And do you know something? He's probably better now than he's ever been, in yeah, my opinion. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, you, 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 the syndicate thing was going on. What what came next? What was the next thing in your, in your story where you're like, oh, so this is... this is Syndicate. What happened after syndicate? I was still... With the left syndicate... I've always, Farrell's always give me work. Mm. We were going Barrow, they were putting me on in Darlington. Mm-hmm. I think in that time frame, there were a time, I think it were when we were in Syndicate. So I was still pretty new in Syndicate. I was still getting that name. And I got a gig at Point in Sunderland. Mm-hmm. Bear in mind, this is, I'm still playing some records and that, yeah. I were a bit unsure. And uh, Grams, were running Darlington first. So we went to Darlington first. We're talking to Farrell. And this is the best advice I have ever had. So if anyone's listening, (laughs) listen to this. I said, Farrell, I don't know what to play. I said, I'm going to go up there. I said, I'm generally worried. He went, who've they booked? I went, what do you mean? He said, well, they've booked you, haven't you? I went, yeah. Yeah, they've booked you for that reason, isn't it? He went, they've booked Nicky B. He said, so do you play whatever? And I thought, he's fucking right. (laughs) He's actually right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's, I actually thought, then that's the way I've gone about stuff now. It it it's, it cuts the difference up between your your Friday Saturday night like pub jocks yeah. where they've, you've got your, yeah, when you're going got up, to keep people in. But the, the thing is, and you know, I've, you've said this on another podcast. Mm. You go two hours up the road, the music changes so much. Yeah. So I mean, I've never been into the north, and all I think with this, there are all these idiot lunatics who listen to Makina. Yeah, Makina. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I know yeah. Wiggy were doing it at the time. Fitzy were big up there. Yeah. I know Rob were going up there often. So I, I, I just thought, I, don't, I ain't got a clue what to play. Because it, it is, when you, it, like, even if you come down here and you did the Sopranos down here, the music is just completely different. You know, I'll play something different at Sopranos than I'll play somewhere else. And it's it was daunting when I was first doing that. Yeah. Because I weren't, I weren't as much, I weren't as more, much confident in throwing anything in back then. Yeah. I were, the thing is, though, it's because you're going to these new places. I found this when I first left Cumbria. I remember coming down to... To Accrington and playing, or was it Burnley? I don't know. Accrington or Burnley. It was, um, and I remember playing Alex Kerr's version of Summer is Magic, and then other DJs looking at me because it's like, no, we play a bit harder here, and it was like, I play me, mate. Well, yeah, exactly, man. Don't yeah. book, book but you to come down and start playing a lot of parties. All the on the dance floor loved it, so I don't know. But but then I did notice that you have to sort of adjust ever so slightly to where you are. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you can. It, it, if I'm doing the Sopranos in Burnley, I'm Sopranos and I'm playing Sopranos, and I know full well what I can get away with. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you're playing some, some weird place, Flamingos, right? Flamingos is a tough one. I always find it pretty tough in Flamingos. If you listen to some of my stuff in Flamingos, I'll play some each different each month. It's a walking, a lot of walking custom in Flamingos. Mm-hmm. You, it's hard to keep people dancing in there. Yeah, it's really hard. 
they, they, once they go, they go. You, you can't get them back. Mm. So it's like stuff like that. Yeah, and, but if they're a sanctuary in, in Lancaster, I know I can step it up in Lancaster. Yeah. It's just, a lot of that's your learning curve. Mm-hmm. And it does, it, that is a lot of experience. I think that you were saying about the point, though, when you said about the point, because you've never been there, you don't know if it is a walking bar or yeah, if yeah. it is a club. Yeah, event, yeah. Sort of thing. There yeah. is a big difference there. Yeah, yeah, of course there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I, we went up to this point. Have, did, have you ever been, have you ever seen that place? That put the point? Yeah. No, I haven't, honestly, no. It's this big place. It's this big building. It says point. I walked in. It's this big glass thing in the middle of the dance floor. You're up in a balcony. You've got dancers on the floor. I thought, what the bloody hell am I doing here? Yeah. And there were a bouncy castle on, but it were wild good. It sounds classy well, for us. Oh, mate, it were, it were wild good. <laughs> to be fair, every gig up the northeast is unbelievable. Yeah. They, they're lunatics. Yeah. And they love it. Mm-hmm. But when they, they don't get people like me and stuff like that, often, so when you go up there... It's a special occasion. Yeah, mate, they absolutely love it. I've got some good friends at Ollie and stuff like that. They, they're good people. Yeah. And you get treated really well up there. So mm. it, that were a big learning curve that going to Sunday. How did the point go then in the end? Yeah, we're banging. So when they, you... they actually, I wrapped up the grounds there, and they said, "Can you play Turn It Out?" We wanted to do a non song, so you're okay. the non round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we ended up doing that, and then uh, I just played. I just thought, "Well, I'll we'll play or whatever." Yeah. And um, yeah, well, there were people jumping off blood bounce castles and that. So yeah, yeah we're right. But after that, <sighs> I've done too much. I think was Sanu come along. Yeah, that was that. So when Syndicate went, it came it, to Snoop. It went to Snoop, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So 2010, 2011. Yeah, so was Farrell the first one to do it there? Or were it Frequency the first? I'm uh, sure Frequency did it first. You know something? I think they did. I'm sure John and that did it first. Po- quite possibly. Yeah. Well, I can remember Farrell getting in there. And um, that was... I'll be honest with you, I didn't really like it much in Sanook. It was a weird, Sanook. weird. I used to get lost. Uh, Did you, that was my first, that was the, the Sanook was the first one I went to for Sanctuary. Yeah, it it used to get busy in that, but it's like when you're DJing there, you see a totally different side of places. Yeah. You know what I mean? But these these people who go, they'll have an amazing night, but when you're behind, it's, it's completely different. Yeah. And I can remember, me and John used to go back to back a lot in them days. And this is when Bounce were declining. Yeah, it was 2011. Two, 2010, you sort of yeah. had a pinch. 2011, yeah. well, it, that was it. 2010 mm-hmm. is when I bought Tractor. Mm-hmm. So I was using CDs. I, was, I used to hate CDs. Mm-hmm. And then literally, I seen Ismail Warren Syndicate. Right. So this is just at the end. And he was using Tractor. And I thought, I'm into that. Because they were the time codes. Right. They, weren't, they, weren't, they, weren't, they weren't a controller then. Yeah. And uh, oh, is that on a, like a digital vinyl system? Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, so it's, them, a, it's yeah. a sound card. You plug your CDJs, yeah, yeah, and yeah, you yeah, get yeah. it's like a time code CD. So it, there's a frequency a that picks the. So anyway, he was using that, and I was intrigued by that. And I did a fourth deck vinyl set, and I've got these Spanish guys all giving me jumping up and down with me. They were amazing. Mm. That it closed. We went to Syndic- uh, Sanuk. and that's when it ran its arse. Mm. Com- it were, weren't it? Yeah, it were bad. Literally. A lot of these people won't know. They were like literally, and I don't, I, I don't really want to sound big-headed, but they were literally me, John, and Rob, yeah. who were re- you know, who were really pushing it. Yeah. Um. And uh, you know, it's like, I've like Rob. I've always said me and Rob are very similar, but completely different at the same time. Yeah. We're both like Marmite, you either like us or you don't, and he. He'll, he plays the complete opposite to our play, yeah. but 
Do you get what I mean? And it, so they were rules free doing that. A lot of people legged it, Brad. Mm. And they did. Pier shut know. down. There were no yeah. pier. A lot of it. Everyone were doing sunrise. Yeah. They were literally like me, me, John and Rob still just graphic a feral. Mate, we were turning up to places. We weren't getting paid. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I can, I can remember the time. That's when I got into it. Yeah. So I just thought... Every, everyone were recycling Fitzy crap. Mm. It was pop donk Fitzy stuff. Mm. Not talking, for, I think Fitzy and Ross are unbelievable, but it was proper we've, we've re- it, on there, it was yeah. recycled, just just it, their samples. It, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, it yeah. was dinky lead riffs. It was yeah. I, I, I couldn't play it. I, I just yeah. could not play it. I remember going to Sanctuary. Nothing against Sanctuary, by the way. What I'm going to say, but I think the first one I went to with the lineup that was on, it should have been yeah, absolutely mate. rammed. But it was it was in them days. It yeah, was yeah. Just, it mate, was... Farrell, testament to Farrell, he rode that out in some seriously bad times. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, seriously that's bad what times. I'm trying to say. He, yeah. he, 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 that guy lost some money just for the love of what he wanted to do. Yeah. I mean, a lot fuck, of people would have fucked it off. I oh, mate. Then... Honestly, I've I've been there and we've not took money off him. Or they were it was that bad in them times, right? Me and John are very very good friends. Mm. And not many people know this. Back when we used to take turns. On who'd get cancelled. Mm. So if we're both at the same gig and that, we'd, we'd say, Nick, you, you can do this one if you want to. John, you can do this one. We used to mm. take turns and who'd get cancelled. Do you know what I mean? We were rocking up and we were getting paid short and stuff like that. I still loved it. Mm. You know, and I don't even know how Farrell survived, I'll be honest with you. Mm. He, 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 he tried the Nick Skits thing. Mm. That was later on that, yeah. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. and it, it did, it struggled a bit. Yeah. You know, I when don't... it really shouldn't have. If you'd done that now... Whole different story. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, mate. You put Nick Skits on the reminisce, it's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah, some yeah, of that? Yeah. Imagine Nick Skits in 5 one. Mm, the class. Jesus class. Christ. Yeah. And Far- Farrell had him on three events in the, in, in, over the bank holiday. I know. You know, I know. And he, he, you know I, I don't think pe- people give Sanctuary enough nod as he did because he, he, he well, rode that out in a time where it was bad. There's two sides to it as well, though. Um, he he rode it out in that in the bad times, but he was still being innovative at the same time. He's bringing the likes of say technical Ben Stevens and like the hard out, bringing the hard and bring so trying to get a different clientele. Yeah, to push it. Yeah, were. Farrell's always been like that, though. Yeah. Even if you go to day, you know, people talk about lineups and that. Now, Farrell has always had the best of the best on. Mm. You tell me about a lineup. His monthly lineup at DNA was Alex K, DBC. Ultra beat, this that was residence. Mm. That's unheard of, you know. And he's always done that. He tried, he tried MC Bonds. That were we yeah. won't talk about that. <laughs> but he he did. He, he he's tried that much different stuff, mm-hmm. and you know, and he's tried and failed sometimes. And he's also tried, and he's and he's got a big win. Yeah, you yeah. know. And at then times it were dark times. You know, you could literally go to a place in Accrington, it'd be packed. Yeah. But you got to, you know, like Century put on a massive do with massive lineup and nobody were going. Yeah. And then uh, a so little did you, did you do? Did you do Pier? Uh, I did do Pier. So what year was so that? You, this was. I did a frequency at Pier. Yeah. I did an overdose at Pier. I did a Sanctuary at Pier. And I did a Sopranos and Monroe's at Pier. Yeah. The Sopranos and Monroe's at Pier. Week before it, shut yeah. Down, innit? Me and Harry were back to back. We, yeah. t- we took a turntable each to play vinyl. We were the last ever people to play vinyl when I was on turntables. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I played there a few times. I went. They, I was actually part of the monthly thing at one point. Yeah, you know, I, I think they were. They put a flyer out and it what's on. Yeah, the yeah, I've yeah, run that a few times. So 
But I mean, that one for you, but I had mm. it was good place at. Mm. I used, that was one of the best places I've ever DJed. Mm. But that that fell through. Mate, were, I have been to Pia and there was twenty people in there. Yeah, yeah, I you know, were, bad times. That's just yeah, what it is. You know, p- people think this BTRD, and I, I think what Martin and Ben have done, is, what they've it's done, blue. What yeah, Big and Pier was yeah. out the water you know, completely. P- people might think it was, you know, me, me and Sopranos and stuff like that have a problem with them. We actually don't. I really respect what they do. Yeah, they, they, they have their own thing. They've got their own niche. They, they don't need people like me. It's their own thing, and you can't knock that. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, you know, they, that's mega events, and yeah, you know, but. I don't think people used to realise they were, you know, they were a peer event and there were twenty people there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it were, it were bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, people were losing. It's a recession in it, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Maybe, it we weren't even in a recession. You know, mm. just the music were bad. It were. I, I, I think the whole bouncing. I think it went through, as you said, that the pop donk fits you. Yeah, era. it were. I think it, it did. I, I, I used to call off. it Blackburn bounce. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone from Blackburn used to. No, no offense to Bon and Greeny and that lot, but it was just it, it were like um, it were pop donkey dinky lead stuff. Yeah. It were, yeah, it were crap. <laughs> yeah, it was crap. But, but yeah, um, and it's sort of sort of like. It, Went a bit too commercialised, and then obviously with with the financial situation of the country, it's sort of sort of a downturn. A lot of people went and started doing like the jacking stuff, like you said, sunrise. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah all, everyone jumps on that. Yeah. You know, mm. I've I could I mean I could probably could have done well playing that, but it's what yeah. I've tried playing it. I cannot play something I don't enjoy. Yeah. I, to I, be I, fair, I like it, but it's not something I do personally. I could listen to it in yeah, car, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. or, or in here or something. Like that. I, and I've tried playing it. I, I've, I've actually I started doing a CD, and I thought I'm just not enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. physically play something I don't enjoy. Yeah, You've yeah. seen how I play. I jump around like a bloody lunatic. I, I, I just yeah. I can't play something I don't enjoy. So I weren't going to that. Bounce music's what I loved. Yeah. I stuck at it, and believe me, mate, it was bad. We even uh, Lewis put on a night in Burnley, a clubland night that were good. It, it were too and far between. Yeah. Then, Sopranos must have come around about well, now. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was an idiot from Great Howard right. <laughs> called Matt Cheese. Right. He was... So did you know him before this? Well, I knew Morgan and Rebel because they had a, a XL vinyl in Great Howard. It was a record yeah. shop. Cheese used to work in there. Yeah. So I kind of bumped seen into him for Matt. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he even knew we were a DJ at the point at the time and then I started seeing him doing CDs. Uh, Phil Mac did a couple of nights at the Sopranos bar. Yeah. Uh, and can't remember exactly what... Was it emotion? It was. Now, I can't remember exactly why Phil bagged it off or whatever. Mm. Cheese started doing CDs on a Thursday... Recordings on a Thursday night. I did the first one, and I think I did the first three. And um, I've been... I were on there from get-go. Mm. So... Yeah, it was. It, I mean, obviously the lineups changed. I'm, I'm longer serving there, but that's literally it. He just come at a time where it he weren't putting any big names on. I think any, if anything, I was probably the main, you know, mm. the b- biggest one on there. Uh, but there were a few local lads, and I think he just hit a 
it was just the right place at the right time, I think. Yeah, it was small enough to be successful, yeah. but not big enough to fail. Yeah, I think what it were with the bar, the Sopranos bar, it was local to Blackburn, Burnley, and everything and stuff like that. He had uh, some good, uh, he had some good local DJs on. I remember the early days where there was like you, there was like Yanis, that Chino, he was good as Mate, well. Um, I was just going to mention him. Chino was absolutely. Yeah. I'd say if you were, there's um, a couple of. Complete wasted talents, and mm. Chino is one of them. Um, Meisen, um, that they, sort of yeah, uh, the yeah. So you had, I mean, they then Yanis, Yanis blew up at the same time as me. Yeah, he got on with Frequency, and they, they were. They, Pia did a new breed thing one month, and it was me and Yanis. Right. So me and Yanis like come through at the same time, but it was, I went Sanctuary, he went Frequency, yeah, 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 you know. Yeah. So I mean, I still you out for Frequency every now and again and stuff, but. Uh, like that's that's how it went, yeah. and then obviously cheese were putting your local lads, and I think Deck Evans were on as well. Mm-hmm. Phil Mack was on, yeah. Uh, Adam C, yeah. You know, so the, we'd all go. Ara on. Uh, who else? It, and then he'd have a few Bolton lads. Sidda, yeah. Um, Sidney, he's another one. Complete Class. waste of talent. Class. Complete waste of talent. Um, and I just think he that Anish were in a little bar. Yeah. Where all the mates it's, would go, and like a rush pit as well. At yeah, the same time yeah. I, I, I don't like the rush. I don't like calling some a rush pit, but nobody. That's what. That's yeah, it was. It, the bar was. It mate, wasn't clubland. It was like faster. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It was. It was mate, but we're playing darker. it at one five eight. Yeah, yeah. It's darker yeah. as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. This, this is where my, my Blackburn bounce term comes from because them sopranos, they were not. I was the only person playing hard stuff there, mm. and well, Marzon used to play a few bits, and Yanis used to knock her, but I would. Mm. I was pushing a lot of the harder stuff, you mm. know, so I think that's where that sound come from. Um, and then, I mean, the bar, if any of you ever went, the, the, the sound system used to cut off all the time. Mm. It were, it were, it were, it were horrendous. Yeah. But after that, it got Warehouse 1. Yeah. And so this was 2012? Yeah, so this is still in the sticks, mm. where in between Sanctuary and... I were doing a couple of frequencies. I think I did a frequency. Uh, is it Isis in Liverpool? Isis, it's, I can't. Isis or Isis. It's yeah. one, one of them. Just, just it was just too and far between. I think medicine were going on that time. Yeah, 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 But I, I weren't really involved in that. I did it a couple of times, but that was its own, its own, own thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it were it were. So where else one? And that just took off. Yeah, it got really popular it really just, quick. It, yeah. it was a hellhole. <laughs> you used to walk into a two bar four hanging from ceiling, and I it, like I like where else one though. I think that was oh really yeah, good. it was a hellhole, but yeah. it was a good hellhole. Yeah, the sound system were horrendous. They were it stunk shit. Yeah, <laughs> but it was good. It was yeah, bounce yeah. music. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, uh, it, and he used to fill it, yeah. like literally fill it. You know it. It never used to. It spent no money on promo. It just put a flyer up, and I, I don't know. I don't know. He did it. Yeah. I literally don't know. He did it, and it just took off from there, and uh, he, he smashed it. Warehouse one, absolutely smashed it. It, it. They were really good days, then, you know. But you, you were going to warehouse one. This den in Blackpool with mm. just like cheese and everyone on, and then going to a big gig in Liverpool, and there were no one there mm. with a massive lineup on. Yeah. That's how mad it were back then. Yeah. So after that, where are we going now? 2000, that's 2011, isn't it? That was 2012, yeah, yeah. So I'm using Tractor then. Mm. So we're going through that. Then then what? 
Where's Sanctuary then? Sanctuary's still at Sanuka, I think. Yeah, it is in 2012. Yeah, but... It shut in 2012, I believe. And then yeah. 2013 it moved. Yeah, yeah. It's because it did get the... Uh, it changed the domain, didn't it? Um, well, they never went back there originally, did they? No, they didn't, no. So. They did, it did leave. I mean, to yeah. be fair, mate, that... When it was Sanuka, they were... I can remember one time me and John were back-to-back in there and... Uh, the, the CD chairs used to move pitch on their own. Yeah. You know, so you'd sit there, we'd just it'd be like going from plus one to two to three. Yeah. It would make it would just guesswork in there. Yeah, yeah. But it it made, it needed gutting and starting again. Yeah, yeah. And um so I think he left there and he went to Maxine's. Yeah, yeah. He did go bit. to Maxine's and that was I could be wrong with dates and I might be getting mixed up, there's just too much, but it didn't it it were it's a miss at Maxine's and he sometimes he did alright and sometimes it were good and Maxine's around its arse, weren't it? It yeah. was done. So, but he did. He did give it a good go. Go did Farrell, to be fair. Yeah. And then. So that'd he, have been two thousand and fourteen. Yeah, but he, he got in flamingos around that time. I'm yeah, sure yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you do it when the DJ box was where the stairs are? Um. Do you know when you got the stairs? Yeah. The DJ box was there. Honestly, mate, I can't remember the first time I went in there. To be honest with he you, he got it there, and the first one I did, I walked in. And I thought, this is all right, this place. I walked into the toilet. I could see, it's all glass, in it? Honestly, my mind's shit. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. But I you go, next time you go yeah. into Flamingo's toilets, it's all see-through glass. All right. Um, so, yeah, yeah, so I, I went up to follow and he says, yeah, bar. He went, yeah. I went, fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, and I was on uh, I was on early. I played Funky House. Yeah. I played like a fast Funky House set. Class. And his mate went... Because I had tractor, yeah. that's when I started proper. I could throw anything, anything in. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a terabyte's worth of tunes. Yeah. So and I played a funky house it word. It went down really well. And he did a few at Flamingos. And then where did he go after that? I think he was still looking for a home for for He was for the thing. I think the next play because obviously he was doing he done stuff in Carlisle, he'd done stuff Yeah, in, yeah. I mean Farrell's Farrell were he was he, he was in with uh we would with Halo, he used to, yeah, Halo, Halo as well. But there was all um, it was all the same franchise. Yeah, Illuminati it, it, was it? Illuminati. Oh, but they yeah. went they went bankrupt, yeah, yeah, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. Uh, but he used to do all that because it would it were the same company that did uh, the Darlington one. Yeah. So he used to do all them. We did a few in Lancaster. Yeah. Um, but he he did he he, he were here then and everywhere Farrell. And uh, I can't remember. I think the next home was Domain after that. I think. Did after, I think so? See, um, when it was Domain, it mm. was like a different club. It was well better. Class. Yeah. It was well better. When that DJ man. box went upstairs, it was yeah. so much better. Even the courtyard and everything were a hell of a lot better. Yeah. So that were it, it, it were decent in Domain, but I mean, I mean, in that time, Sopranos moved. Where did Sopranos go? They went to Rio's. In, Shit. In yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. See, there's too much. Yeah. Rio's I, were decent. I liked it there, but it was a a bit of a weird one. Yeah, where you'd it walk was in. Stuff. You'd walk in it, but like like Narnia's chest, yeah. just, and then it's just this long thing, and it worked good in Rio's. It did. Yeah. It did actually do well in Rio's. I went choose. to a couple of them nights. Yeah, it were um, it, it were a weird gaff, but it were it it did it did do really really well. That's yeah. why I started pushing a few bigger names as well. I think. Yeah. Because uh, he's he, he does like to chop and change cheese at times, uh, and he did well there. And I think it, that, that's when he went on to mod. Positive. Uh, well, he obviously done he done fluids and sopranos at Fusion. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so, so that was his like sort of first taste of it um, I, in two thousand and twelve. That yeah, but it was Fusion then, weren't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it weren't even the owners that I read. No, no, no. So it weren't Rebecca. 
No. So then they went to Rio's and then they secured... Mate, I should um, have all this, shouldn't I? <laughs> I then they secured Maud after that. Yeah, and we did... Wow, we, we were at Maud. I'm not a bad historian, am I? <laughs> no, not mate. I've killed too many brain cells for this. Uh, we were there for a long time and he absolutely smashed the living hell out of Maud. Right, so the first one... Um, what was the... Can you remember the first the first Maud that you did? It was called Vogue then. Yeah. And I cannot. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Yeah. But so in in this time frame, I remember you you were releasing. Uh, you did. Um, we're talking the sort of 2013, 2014. You did. Um, they did part of lounge as well in things. Yes. Because you did demonstration of sopranos. Yes. Yes. Now, I mean that's that's. I've even forgot about that. Yeah, we were doing the. Me and Grams used to do the demonstration CDs. Yeah. And that was just something we just come up with. Just we just used to live across the road. We were best mates. Yeah. We were, it's just we were yin and yang. Me and Grams, do you know what I mean? We were mm. me and Grams are uh, grown up very very similar uh, with childhood experience and stuff. Mm-hmm. And me and Grams, we are literally like two people from the same cloth, mm. and we just gelled, you know. And we were just lucky enough that we lived across the road, and we were traveling doing music together. Yeah. It were it were amazing. You know what yeah. I mean? And you were. We were literally, he used to come around and have a room with my mum and everything. He used to go around and sit with his granddad. <laughs> you know, he would, it was amazing. You know, the first, as much, I mean, my relationship, with, I know we're going off a bit here, but my relationship with Grimes, uh, we were always boys, we always used to go out, but we weren't as close as we was. And um, he started MCing, and I were working in the club. Mm. And uh, I asked him one Saturday night, I said, do you want to give us a hand with it? I said, I'm doing warm-up and that. I said, I mean, you'll do it, like. And he said, yeah, 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 come down. He did it all night. I used to get 60 quid yeah. for my wage. So I went up to him, I opened my envelope in front of him. I give him 30 quid, he went, what's that for? I said, I said, I get paid 60 quid. I said, you give me an hand on that, man. I said, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he looked at me, he said, no one's ever done all that for me before. Ever since then, we were just... Mates, yeah, so it's you know, like easier. like proper good mates. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's we we were we did every we went everywhere together. You know, we got some good me- memories with with Grimes there. You know, and mm. fortunately he do, he's uh he's passed all this stuff now. You know what I mean? So, but he's he's a, he's a successful guy, Grimes. He's yeah. uh he's doing well. So he's, he's going to come on here. By the way, just so you know. Oh, let me know. He's he said he said to me, what was he said? Are you sure you want to unlock this? Uh, <laughs> this, this the depths. There was one time. Oh, yeah, we did a Sopranos at the Parda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a clip of this interview. They said uh, we want to interview you and Grimes outside, and I knew what we're going to go down. I went. We were in Cartway there. I said. Do these fucking people know what's going to go down? I said because I don't think they have a clue. Yeah. And there's a clip of it. They, they didn't release the interview they, they, at all. Yeah. Then there's just a clip of Grimes he got on about being in touch with ancient beings, and I just yeah, it, it will get weird. Prepare yeah. yourself. Yeah, very very. I'm, weird. I'm about to set aside because it all it will all go out, but at the same time, I'll I'll have to just see how deep it goes. Yeah, yeah, mate. You will get lost in a rabbit. <laughs> I've I've been round to Grimes's house and I've got lost myself just being there. Yeah, I've got lost in oh god, it's class. 